Hey, Matt. Hi, Connor. Do you like gummies? I sure do. You know where you can get great gummy bears and other edibles? Where? Cannabis in a snap. Find the best marijuana and CBD deals near you on the Leaf Buyer app. It's so easy to save money on ounces, edibles, wax, shatter, and more of your 420 favorites. Stop paying for overpriced products. Just text 31996 to download the new Leaf Buyer app. Standard message and data rates may apply. That's so cool. Hey, hey, hey. What are you guys doing on my podcast? Hey, this is ours. Yeah, this This is is mine and Brady's. Come on now. We started this. Come on, you don't want any of this? No. No. Get off our podcast. Listen to the show. You're listening to the OKC82 podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the OKC82 podcast. This is Brady Trantham. I am joined by Miss Madison Morris. And Madison, I think this is the first time we've done an OKC82 podcast in, it feels like 12 years where we weren't doing the post-game show. One right. of us wasn't doing the post-game show, or we didn't have somebody else do it because we were busy at that particular time, uh, getting drunk because it was New Year's Eve. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But if, it's been a while since we've just actually sat down in a studio or with microphones and we're able to talk about it pod, without without commercial breaks uh we can say fuck all we want <laughs> <laughs> we can say slut dick and all those those fun words but the thunder won tonight they destroyed the cavaliers uh kevin love is complaining he life he's complaining he's crying like a little bitch all the time you know it's so sad. Like, all these videos are surfacing from just, like, little things he did during tonight's game. And he seriously does not care. He does not want to be there. He was upset. He threw little hissy fits on the court, and I loved every minute of it. I think it's kind of funny. You know, if I threw a fit like that on one of our shows <clears throat> live, I wonder if I would just be met with, oh, it's okay, he's depressed. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. Like... What are we doing here, Kevin? Like, look, I get it that you're upset that you've played for the Minnesota Timberwolves and you put up a bunch of stats, and then you get traded to Cleveland, and you get LeBron, and then you get a championship, and then he leaves, and then it goes back to being the Cavs. But, dude, calm the fuck down. He's you so will, sad, You though. will be fine. Like, <laughs> you're playing on a bad team. Like, juxtapose that with Chris Paul. Yeah. Kevin Love is acting like how, like an, an exaggerated version of what a lot of people assumed Chris Paul was probably going to act like this season, and it's been the complete opposite. The Thunder, of course, like we said, destroyed the Cavaliers tonight. But um, I'm going to give another shout-out to Shelby Willingham, who I think is the one running this particular Twitter account. Now, I, I don't want to seem like I'm super important or Madison's more, well, Madison's more important than me, but um, there is a Thunder Twitter account that's specifically designed uh, to be followed by media people. Madison being a media people and I being a media people are able to follow this particular private Twitter account. And it gives us crap like, um, hey, the Thunder are practicing at 1145. So we'll arrive here. That's how we kind of know to do those things. And then anytime you see like all the media people say, per the Thunder, it's we're probably getting it from this Twitter account. Yeah. So rest assured, anything that is important, you see it. So just because you don't follow it, don't don't feel like you're missing out. But um, since the Thunder won the game, what, 20, 30 minutes ago, I'll just rattle off these tweets. So after starting the season 6-11, and 11, Oklahoma City has now gone 14-4 and 4 since November 29th. 
And on the road, Oklahoma City started the season one and a, one and seven away from Chesapeake Energy Arena, and now they've gone seven and two over their last nine road games. This is the third streak, and this one's kind of hard to grasp, and it took me a minute, but this is the third streak of 10 games with only one loss for Oklahoma City since the start of the 2016-17 season, which was the year Russell Westbrook won the MVP, the first year without Kevin Durant. The Thunder's current five-game win streak is tied for the longest in the NBA with the Utah Jazz, and there is no media availability today. Happy New Year. Three days ago. <laughs> this is why you screen your tweets before you read them on air. But this is why we are Thunder Insiders. Yes, Madison. It's been. Um, this was a. I actually thought the Thunder were going to lose this game this morning. I don't think I said it on the Franchise Thunder Insider Show because we had to. We were cut for time. Um, but if if I did, I probably said because I was thinking it. I don't think the Thunder are going to win because they've just won eight of their last nine games. This is just a perfect trap game. Yeah. They're on the road against a bad team. Like, I've seen this before. And the Thunder, they dominated from start to finish against a bad team, which is what good teams do. Yeah. And there were a few times in this game where I thought exactly what you were thinking would actually come to life because it was in the second half of the game. Um, the Thunder let the Cavaliers come back by eight. They came back by six, but then like the Thunder would obviously push farther ahead. I mean, honestly, it was just little moments like that that I kind of thought, oh, like crap, they're going to mess around and lose this game to Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson and then let Colin Sexton come in there and just annihilate them. I think the Cavs went on an 11-0 run at the end of the third, into the fourth quarter, and I think they got it down to, what, six or four? They got it down to, like, six, I want to say, and it just looked like, oh, this is about to be super disastrous for Oklahoma City, but uh, no, not really, because the Cavs had absolutely zero defense tonight. They allowed uh, the Thunder to take a lot of really good shots. It was really just raining threes after halftime, because it was just like, okay, who's going to pull up and take a three next? Because they had guys like Seti Osmond, who was taking all the threes he wanted uh garland got a lot of threes i mean obviously colin sexton he did so well for the Cavs tonight uh, but then guys like mike muscala came in and he took some threes terrence ferguson finally got his shot to fall a little bit danilo gallinari was electric from the three-point line um it just it looked really good and so they were able to kind of overcome these little these little challenges and road bumps that the Cavs were trying to present them but it was just completely unsuccessful because cleveland just does not have any type of Talent. They don't have any type of motor out there. They don't have any kind of on-court chemistry. They're not really playing well together, and it showed because, I mean, yeah, besides that little little increment of a time where it looked like they may be able to take the lead for once, uh, the Thunder just really outsmarted them and outplayed them, and it showed in the final box score. Yeah, I mean, everybody that's on the tank train of just destroy everything, rebuild now, let's suck and get draft picks, I mean, you're then asking you're you're then begging your team to look like the Cleveland Cavaliers because that's what the Cavs are in right now. Yeah. Now, albeit they're in that situation for a much different reason than what the Thunder would be, and the Thunder are trying their best to, um, I guess, get into that situation whenever it, it, whether it's this season, next season, the following season, with kid gloves as much as possible because they want to soften the blow so they're not as comically bad as teams like Cleveland. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but. You know, even at the same time, like, I mean, this game just by itself, I mean, it was a good course correction course correction for the Thunder because coming into tonight, I think over the last five games, the Thunder had taken like 153s and they were shooting 28% of them or 28% on those attempts. So not very good. And tonight, Why? tonight, both teams just lit it up from the three-point line. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma City was 14 of 37, uh, 38% from the three-point line. Cleveland was 14 of 30, 48% or 47%. Um 
but then you look at you look at simple numbers like uh, the Thunder really destroyed the bench scoring. I mean, they had mm-hmm. 52 bench points, 19 from Cleveland, and of course, a lot of that goes to Dennis Schroeder, who had 22 points. I want to say, let's see, 22 points, three assists, two rebounds. Um, also, Hamadou Diallo had a probably his best game since ret- um, since returning from injury. Uh, the thing, and we talked about this in the post game, Madison, and I don't want to always talk about Hami, but we haven't had a chance to yeah. over the last few weeks. But I just really like his motor. But I mean, it's it's easy to see that when you're talking about Hami because he's a guy that thrives off of having a motor. But when you see a guy like Terrence Ferguson, who tonight actually had a good game, you know, what thirteen points, yeah. uh, hit a couple threes. Um, I just appreciate Hami trying to put the ball in the basket in unconventional ways and using his athleticism and his God-given talent. Yeah. Now, the thing, like, if you compare him to Terrence Ferguson, like, cool, the ball went through the hoop tonight. Is it going to do that next game? Do we have any inkling as to, like, oh, yeah, he could, like, he saw the ball go through the hoop. It's going to be better now. We, we, we don't. Yeah. So when I watch Hami play, I appreciate it. When I watch Terrence play, I mean, it's just a bonus that the ball goes through. Yeah. No, I agree. I was kind of surprised that things were actually really working out for Terrence Ferguson. And it kind of got to the point where, I mean, obviously, them being in Cleveland, we had to watch it on TV today. It was laughable because the Thunder broadcast was, wow, you know, look at this for Terrence Ferguson finally getting his shot to Good fall. job, buddy. It was like, yeah, but this guy's a starter. Like, he, it shouldn't really be like a pat on the back because he remembered how to play basketball all of a sudden like yeah it, it's just kind of weird because I'm with you on Hami I kind of I have to really expect him to really showcase his athleticism he had two really awesome opportunities to uh, dunk the ball tonight he looked really good on that kind of um on that play but Terrence like yeah he was three of eight from the three-point line I don't think he should have been taking eight three-pointers in this game just because of how it's been in the past yeah if you get hot and you're able to find your shot do it um, but I mean, he hadn't been able to make a three in what, like his past 17 attempts or something like that. Like it was just kind of gross. And I mean, I'm really glad that he was able to find a shot that did help the Thunder a lot. And Terrence, you know, obviously he, he's a great player. There's a reason he's still going to be in the starting lineup because Billy sees him as a valuable guy out there, but I don't know. It just, it's, it's kind of weird that we're having to pat him on the back because he learned how to finally make his shots. I know. I think coming into tonight, he had scored only those three points or those four points. I can't remember against San Antonio. Uh, the other night, before this, before tonight, I don't think he had hit a three since in like two or three weeks. Yeah. Like it was a very long it was spell. Gross. But um, I mean, we've seen this out of Terrence in his year as a starter last year and kind of it sparingly as his rookie season went along, but it is what it is. But um, other than him, Chris Paul, another good game, and he only had seven points, 10 assists. <laughs> Just, you know, when you're playing a bad team like Cleveland, you can get your guys going. Shea Gittles Alexander had another 20-plus point game uh, from the offensive end. Uh, Steven Adams, 10 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, considering he didn't really do anything in the first quarter offensively, a uh, good little bounce-back game for him in the game. Um, but really, I think we've kind of buried the lead here. Um, Mike Muscala, like, kicked ass Yeah, <laughs> finally! I was so excited, you guys. Every time he comes in, I have to, like, do my little tweet on my all caps. And uh, tonight, he actually gave me more reasons to tweet, because usually I just say, like, oh, Muskie's in, and that yeah, that's about well, it. Well, that's a great bench celebration that's there. It. That's a great job. Look at him in that headband. I'm like, wow, look at him contributing. Does look he at have, him setting picks. Does he have the earring in? 
Oh, I hope he's wearing the earring in his post game. You can't tonight. wear those in basketball though. You, you can't, can't wear those on the floor. You, you can't. You'll lose an earlobe. That and it just honestly, that earring really does not match him at all. But it's fine. We're not going to talk from, about his style. He's from Minnesota. He might like hunting or. So like, what, what was it? A feather? What was it like? Yeah, a, it was like a star. I think it like because so Drew Brown at Oklahoma State wears those too, and uh, they're like. These little clip-on earrings, and it has like a gold star hanging at the bottom, and I don't quite understand it, but I'm guessing it's called style. I don't know. I don't have any style. I'm literally sitting here in a black like sweatshirt and my house shoes, and that's that's how the cookie crumbles. You look like Dark Side Madison. No, like uh, <laughs> it takes a special kind of man to rock an earring. I don't know if I, I don't think I could rock an earring, but. What kind of man puts on a clip-on earring? Like, think about that. Because they really want to wear an earring, but, but they don't want to go through the pain of putting the hole through the ear. So are they a man? No. <laughs> <laughs> Madison, you go... Mike, just pierce your ear. You get your ears pierced like every five seconds in the last few months. I know, and they're actually like really hurting right now, so I you're think running I'm going off on my fourth piercing. <laughs> you're going to get your nose pierced. You're going to get oh, your yeah. toes pierced. Oh, yeah eyebrows and your skin yes all these things for sure no um cool job mike muscala now nerlens noel did leave the game he did i didn't see this i was actually driving back from norman heading up this way but i heard about it um haven't seen a replay just yet everything that i heard sounded pretty like ow that looked painful i don't know nothing yeah. nothing i heard sounded like oh that's going to be terrible yeah now, now the thunder diagnosed it was as just an ankle sprain but even then we don't know if that's a high ankle sprain we don't know if that's just a like wait a few days we don't know if he's going to miss the next game but um on a road trip you don't want to lose your you know your backup center yeah. and especially a backup center in Nerlens Noel that has been playing like a a low end level starter in the nba over the last two yeah. weeks no i totally agree and i so when they played it in slow-mo, it did look a lot more painful than I initially thought it would be because you don't, you didn't really, like, see the ankle roll. Like, you didn't really see exactly what happened. And the way that he reacted, it kind of looked like he was just like, hang on, I need a second to, like, compose myself because his face was, like, completely blank. He wasn't doing that thing where he was, like, grabbing at it and, like, grimacing. He wasn't doing any of that. He kind of just, like, rolled over and then he rolled back over onto his back and, like, brought his legs up and kind of just laid there for a second i'm like wait what because i i was watching it on tv i didn't see you know what could have caused that but i guess he just like landed wrong he maybe like tripped over someone i don't even know but yeah thoughts to nerlens hopefully that's nothing too serious because like brady was saying he's like he's a very valuable asset to come off the bench to replace steven adams and I have loved the way that this guy has evolved the past season. I think that he is a totally different player than he was last season. And so, yeah, that's going to be a huge loss, especially with them going to Philadelphia on Monday if Nerlens Noel is not going to be someone that can come off the bench and replace Steven. It's just going to be a lot of musky time. So hopefully Mike Muscala gained a lot of confidence with those two made threes tonight, and he can actually uh, get back out there and contribute some more if he is called upon, which I'm sure he will be. Joel Embiid's going to just eat him. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> He's Joel Embiid's my favorite player. I know Joel Embiid's going to look in the camera and look directly in your eyes and then eat Mike Muscala. How, <laughs> you're going to be so torn. I know. I'm going to be like, wow, so this is my favorite player, but this is musky. Like, is, I'm a musky but... fan. <laughs> I am. I Like, everybody knows that he's the header on my Twitter. He is literally the president of the United States. <laughs> if only. If only. What would Mike Muscala do as president? <laughs> 
He would enforce headbands and turtlenecks and clip-on earrings for everyone. Clip-on earrings. And it'd be awesome. And universal internet. I love it. Would he invade Iran? Uh, probably not. Uh, probably not. <laughs> He's too busy. Have you seen those uh, little videos on Twitter of Trump walking up to a uh, podium? Yes! <laughs> the little <laughs> NFL. <laughs> and first for the World War Three. <laughs> oh, like, God. oh, God. I love Twitter sometimes. I do love Twitter. It's so funny. It is funny. Um, This, I don't know. This Thunder team, who would win? This team or last year's team with a healthy Paul George? Um, when what? What are we talking? Like, win a title? No, just who would win like in a seven-game series? Oh. This Thunder team or the Thunder team last year? You know, I might be crazy for saying this. Even with the healthy Paul George, I still think that this year's team could because I feel like they play more as a unit this year than they did last season. And we kind of joked about this on the show this morning. And, like, I'm not trying to knock anybody but Russell Westbrook. He is not exactly a team player. And I think he is playing well with Houston right now. However, I don't think that he – I don't know. He wasn't able to click with last year's team here in Oklahoma City very well, except, like, if he did have something good going with Paul George or Steven Adams once in a while – um, I don't know. I like the way this team plays together because I like the way uh, that Shea plays. I like the way that Gallo plays. I think that Steven, he's been more of a consistent player this year than he has last season. And I don't know. I like the way that Chris Paul is able to kind of, I don't want to say he leads everybody, but he, you know, he is vocal. He talks to them. They are always talking about, you know, we're able to find success this season because we we can play more as a team. And I agree. So, I don't know. I kind of would pick this year's team Chris to Paul, beat last year's. Chris Paul instills confidence. Russell Westbrook goes, shoot the fucking ball! <laughs> That's what he does. And Russell Westbrook, I just, I felt like he was more of, like, this force on the court that the guys were like, oh, God, I, like, I can't screw up or I'm going to piss Russell off. And, it, it, you know, it shouldn't be that way. That's kind of what Kevin Love is doing right now. Rule like, he's through just scaring fear. everyone. Yeah. Don't be a dictator. Dictator. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Don't do that. It, it, Nothing it, good comes out of that. No, it doesn't. No. Um, and now he's gone. Never to return. Never. Except, except for on except Thursday. For on Thursday. <laughs> Are you looking forward to standing in the... Uh, in the hallway for an hour? No, not at all. Like, can we send Ryan or someone to Houston's locker room? No, because then Russell will, like, look him in the eye, and then Ryan will, like, turn to dust. <laughs> He's not ready for that smoke. He's not ready. How, why would you do that to him? Like, uh, Well, I don't want to go talk to Russell Westbrook. Ra- Ryan so. Chapman, by the way, uh, I'll, I'll just introduce this kid. Ryan Chapman's going to be helping us out with our Thunder coverage moving forward. Uh, Connor IUB has um, left this hemisphere Never to return. Miss you, Connor. I'm sure he's probably going to return at some point. But um, for the foreseeable future, he's not returning. Uh, so we needed some help. Ryan Chapman's going to help us out. I believe his Twitter handle is Radio's Ryan. Um, I would recommend you just take out the S and just call yourself Radio Ryan. Radio Ryan. It rolls off the tongue a little bit better. But um, no, this morning Ryan tweeted us during the um, Franchise Thunder Insider show with Jerry Ramsey and John Hamm. And said that we needed more fluid. What does that mean? Like, did somebody sound hungover and they needed more fluid? Could it have been somebody? I had my Starbucks drink right there next to me and I was taking sips between every little take that I had. 
Yeah, I mean, what did you guys talk about in the first 30 minutes when I wasn't there? We talked about... Oh, gosh, I don't even know. Jerry's, think, Jerry's sex life. We, <laughs> no, we talked about we talked about the New Year's Eve game, and then we talked about uh, the Spurs game a little bit. Uh, we talked a lot about Luca, and then we talked about the fact that LaMarcus Aldridge was not LaMarcus Aldridge, and he didn't he, he was a, kill them. He wasn't... He was a human le- replacement? Like yeah, a, he was like... An he alien? Wasn't, yes, but he also, you know, wasn't... Uh, he wasn't in his thunder killing mode. That's because Stephen Adams D his ass up. Yeah. Nerlens Noel and Danilo Gallinari. And said, nope. Danilo Gallinari's been a defensive stopper. Like who who stopped Luka Doncic late in that game when the Thunder needed his defensive stop? It wasn't it wasn't Shea. It wasn't Terrence. <laughs> it was Danilo Gallinari with the steel. It's ever since he got that haircut. I mean, it just took he some weight off of his head. Now he's, he's able to like D he, up. He looks like a dad. He does look like a dad. Y- y- y'all y'all stop that. <laughs> Y'all stop that in there. He really does. Now go give me my espresso. <laughs> what do Italians do? It's uh, me. It's that, me. That's a Brooklyn. That's a Brooklyn American accent. Shoot, I don't even know what the Italians do. Did you know Mario Super Mario's from Brooklyn? Like, no. did you, you didn't know that? You don't know? You're not familiar with Super Mario lore? I'm not. Yeah, he's from Brooklyn. Interesting. Yeah. Now the video games themselves take place in the Mushroom Kingdom. Interesting. So I want you to think about this. Okay. A Brooklyn, New York plumber eats mushrooms and then goes down tunnels into and comes out into the mushroom kingdom. Does that sound? <laughs> does that sound surreal to you? I feel like I am on drugs right drugs, now. Drugs. I know. I don't like this. This whole time, you you thought it was an innocent game, but that's why Madison, you've always had the hankering to do mushrooms. I guess so because I played Super Mario. You did? No, I didn't. Nerd! I never played Super Mario. Also, I am going to go ahead and confirm your theory that someone else runs Danilo Gallinari's social media (laughs) accounts because the game had just ended and they were still shaking hands on the court. (laughs) And he posted on Instagram a picture of him walking in in his like matching Thunder sweatsuit. From pregame, obviously, and it said "Great team win" with like a bunch of different emojis, and I'm like, "Bro, you're still on the court right now. Like the game just ended, well, so I knew it. Like, or actually, you knew it. You called it. Someone else is running to Nello Gallinari's well, social media. Well, I mean, I only thought this because <laughs> I think it was one of the games where Gallinari was hurt and didn't play, and so like the timing of the tweet could have been explained that way because he's not playing. Yeah, but I'll, he'll just tweet out like. Um, I think it said great team win and then it was literally a Google stock image like if you just typed in Oklahoma City Thunder logo and it was like the white one and I'm like whoever's running this account for him needs to understand that no and then from like the next few days when the Thunder have won their games he'll tweet out the same thing but instead of using the stock image he's using he's using like a photoshopped clutchpoints.com like and you've all like you may not be familiar with clutch points, but you've seen their headlines because they're it's just so funny. They use that particular filter, and they usually use like two pic- different pictures of the same guy yeah. in their headline photo, and he's just taking taking those, and it's like I, I don't know. It, it, it's I fun. think it's, it's funny. so funny because I'm like, okay, this guy is what thirty one. He doesn't strike me as somebody with Twitter fingers. No, I, he probably has no idea how to do social media, so he probably specifically hired someone to take care of his social media so he can be active, but he doesn't want to do it because he has no idea what he's doing. You know, like this. I guess this would be kind of a hot take. I don't think Ennis Canner runs his own Twitter account. 
that, but yeah. I think somebody I that's very that. familiar with how he is as a person runs it for him. I don't think I a lot of these. Really see that. I don't think a lot of these players are actually on Twitter. Probably not now, like your Kevin Durant's, your Dame Lillard's, who are confirmed softies who need to get burner accounts <laughs> to defend themselves against twelve-year-olds <laughs> on, on the Twitter machine. Like, like clearly they have them. But uh, have you ever felt the desire to get a burner? No, no, just because like. I don't know. I've kind of gotten to the point where I just say whatever I want. You should, just, if you do, just make it blatantly like that—that that it's you, just like, <laughs> like Maximo Morris, and it's just a picture. It's just the picture that you have currently, but with like a squiggly mustache. Yes, I am not be, Madison. <laughs> that would be my burner account. And a top hat, a Photoshop top hat, and a <laughs> monocle. I am not Madison. I am not Madison. I am Maximo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like write that down. That's a good idea. Oh, man, Brady, this game. I don't even know if there's that much more to talk about it when it comes uh, to it, just because it was basically a big, long game of Cleveland did not want to play oh, basketball. Yeah. It was big and long, sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland did not show up to play basketball. Pretty much everyone on the Cleveland squad hates it there and doesn't want to be there, except for maybe Seti Osman, because he actually looks like he really wanted to play basketball. Um, Kevin Love confirmed hates Colin Sexton. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Tristan Thompson is probably still thinking about Chloe. And so uh, that's why he missed, like, four layups tonight. Good Twitter follower. Um, him and I go back and forth. Um, DMs. Really appreciate him at DB. It's at DDB0380. I thought you were talking about Tristan Thompson for a second. I was oh, like, you guys DM? Oh, yeah. Tristan <laughs> Thompson ruins everything. He ruins his own marriage. He does. And now he could potentially ruin New Orleans Noel, but... I mean, Billy Donovan just said, and this is from Joe Masato from the Oklahoman, uh, they're just going to wait until the next morning to know the severity to see if there's any swelling. So, eh, it's probably just a minor ankle injury. But DB was like during the game, oh, my muskie, keeping Madison under control over here. Oh, God, wait, what? See, every, like everybody understands, like your love. Yeah, but everybody thinks that I'm like actually attracted to Mike Muscala, and that's not the case at all. There's I'm just such a thing, fan of him. There's a such there's such thing as platonic love. Yeah, there is. It's it's when it's when you love somebody because they uh, they're from Pluto. I think yeah, that's how that it's, exactly, I think that's how it's defined that's exactly in Webster's it. dictionary. And that's what I have with Mike Muscala. I have no sexual attraction to Mike Muscala, people. I just am a very I, I'm going to isolate that clip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a fan, and I like him, and like I want to see him be successful for this Thunder team. That's why I get all kinds of excited on Twitter when he plays basketball. I am sexually attracted to when uh, Dwayne Wade hits that step back fadeaway. Uh, we know jumper. you are. That that's when it that's when it gets me really going <laughs> in the special places. Uh, oh dear, Madison, good show. This was fun. This was a good time. I'm literally sitting here in my PJs, and my hair is still kind of wet from my shower, and we're talking Thunder basketball. I know. I like, it's any better. I know. You, you knew you were going to see me, and you showed no effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I uh, I wore something, like, nice. I was going to wear sweatpants. How, house shoes. You're wearing house shoes. I love these house shoes. I got them for Christmas. You're not in your house. Yeah, but, I mean, I. I Like, for instance, I, you can't wear those if you're not at your house. I have a I have a love seat in my apartment. I'm not in love right now, so I can't sit so on it. It just it. it just sits there by itself. Yeah, but the house shoes, they're more like you just wear them for comfort anywhere you go. Shoes. And they're Uggs too. They are. Did, they're bougie. Did you have the Ugg boots back in the day? I had like four pairs of Ugg boots, dude. 
four are pairs. They still, are they still like in style? They're not in style, but I have one pair up here in Oklahoma City with me just in case I need to run to the grocery store and I don't want to put shoes on. I just slip my Ugg boots on. Oh, okay. Oh, no. It's Go so to Whole Foods. You might run into some Thunder players. Oh, God. They don't want to see these Ugg boots. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. stay sexy. <laughs>